Every man's way is right in his own eyes, right? Look, look, matter of fact, hold your spot, Matthew 16. Turn to um, Proverbs 16, 2. Proverbs 16, 2. Proverbs 16, 2. And there's another one that says pretty much the same thing. Proverbs 16, 2 says, All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes. But the Lord weighs the spirits. Or, another word would be, the Lord weighs the motives. The motives. Why a man does what he does. Now to us, in the natural, when we operate in the natural, Everything we do, we think is pure. That's just a common thing. That's a natural thing. That's how man thinks. That's the um, how humanity functions. That's why we have conflicts with people. Because one man thinks his way is pure and another man thinks his way is pure. And when you question a man about what his motives or his purity in it, he kind of gets then defensive on it. So every way to a man is pure in his own eyes. What's some of the other translations? How does it read? Anybody got another translation? What does your translation read, Steph? People may be what? Okay. People may be pure. That that one phrase in there, in their own eyes, is is the the catch-all. Your translation: Every way is clean. And, and things that are clean are what? Pure. So man, to, to, every, to every one of us, as far as humanity speaking, we think our ways are clean. We think our ways are pure. That's one of the challenges that we face when we engage people in our community or in our culture for the sake of Christ. In their eyes, they don't think that they have a problem. Because in their own way of thinking, they think their way is clean. Their motives are way. What's another translation? What do you have, Aunt Faye? You got your King James tonight? Okay, so you're always clean. What about the NIV? What you using, Mama Rob? ESV, what does it say? Any other translations? You looking up something, Steph? If it'll do it. All right, while she's looking that up, turn to Proverbs 21.2. 21.2, I believe it is. Just, just any. Just read a couple of them. Share how it reads. What's Proverbs 21.2 say? Every way of a man is right. In his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the hearts. Every way of a man is right. There's that key, that key clause in his own eyes. So we can see that everybody from their perspective thinks their way is right. They think their way is pure. They think their way is clean. But, but the Lord weighs every motive. Weighs every spirit, weighs the heart. That's why it's so important for us to have a, have a standard outside of us. Because we know that all our ways are not right. Are you with me? Now, I didn't know that until I come into the kingdom. And even if I'm operating in the flesh, I still think my way is the right way. 
And it may not be the right way. But in my own eyes, the way I see it is the idea. And remember what we was reading in the Gospels when Jesus said that the eye is the lamp to the body. And if your eye be dark, how dark is the inside, is the idea. The idea is this, is that if your light is dark, how great is your darkness? The eye is the point of sight, but our heart is the point of vision. We see things through the heart. And therefore, that's why everybody thinks their way is the right way. How many in here can honestly say that that's not, that's not you? you? You're the abnormal one. If we was to survey your wife or your husband, they're going to tell you that, hey, you're always right. Are you with me? Our crew, they mess with me at times. What did they say? That I got, they gave me a coffee cup one day. What did what, it say? Yeah. They were messing with me. You know what I mean? That's just humanity. That's who we are. It's right in their own eyes. Now, we have to approach people that way. People on the job, people in the community, people in the church, we understand the human psyche of man, the way we think, is that our way is right. But we understand that the Lord knows whether it's right or wrong. And that's why we need an outside source of the word to help us interpret. What is Proverbs 4.23? Look in Proverbs 4.23. What does it say? I think the King James would say, guard your heart. The New King James says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of the heart springs what? All the issues of life. So what is that simply saying? That everything about a person is filtered through the heart. Everything's filtered through the heart. So if your heart filters everything, and your heart feels like everything you do and think is right, and pure and clean, that's just an automatic setup for failure, isn't it? Just a given. And the only way to guard our heart and to keep our heart is that we've got to have help from the Lord. That's why he tells us also in other passages, trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not upon how you understand things, but acknowledge him in all your ways, and he'll make sure your paths are clear and straight for you. He'll set it out for you. Why? Because if you don't do that, you're going to lean on your own heart and you're going to filter things through it. And when you do, it's, it's, it's going to be right to you, but it's only going to seem right to you. It may not actually be right. How do I know? Because the Bible tells me in other places. Look in Proverbs 14, 12. I think it is. And Stephanie is going to read that passage to us. What's the, you, you couldn't get it up? Say the same thing. Okay. What does 14.12 say? Proverbs 14.12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end, the direction it's headed, because it started out, if it's headed that way, I mean, it, its beginnings were wrong. You can't be headed in the right direction and end in the wrong place. I mean, that, that's a given, right? You can't be headed in the right direction and end up in the wrong place. So if, if, if you end up in the wrong place, the starting point was wrong. 
And that's what he's saying. Every way to a man is right in his own eyes. There's a way that seems right, but the end of that course leads to death. And we can't just settle for what seems right. We need to settle on what is right. And the only way to do that is we've got to know what God says about things. And that's why it's important for us to know that. Why? Because as I shared with you this morning in other illustrations, we use this turkey decoy as a visual aid as it compares to hunting turkeys when you use a decoy and you're using calls and you you are hidden in the woods you're playing no different than the devil you're acting like the devil turkey hunting is acting like the devil it's deceptive it's to lure in that bird so that you can take his life and you want him to never even know you was in the world that's deceptive that's what turkey hunting is that's how you kill smart birds who know how to overcome who who are who God put fear in creatures the fear of man for their own good so we got to trick them and you trick them by using things like this to bring them in to think that it's all good and this girl's interested in him and he's interested in her they talk back and forth to one another problem is this girl's never done the talking who was doing the talking me hidden off in the woods, Greg or Brandon, whoever else is hunting is hidden off in the woods doing all the talking, but he thinks this is talking. Very dissimilar what we've seen with Peter this morning in Matthew 16. Who was doing the talking? Satan was doing the talking. Peter was the decoy. Remember what Jesus told him? Get behind me, Satan. You are not mindful of the things of God, but you're, you're mindful, you savor the things of men. And why does Satan, remember what I said, why does Satan savor the things of men? Why does he mindful of the things of men? Because every man thinks his own way is what? Right. And he wants them to think that. He wants them to think that their way is right. Because if he can keep them thinking that their way is right, where does that way lead? To death and deception. It's what he wants to do.